lot you know that we could work with and uh the Braves are expecting to have a really strong team y'all I gotta admit just made a little bit of a producer error here I forgot to hit record so for those of you who are listening on the podcast uh and you know you missed about 40 seconds of the show but all we were saying is that it's play-by-play and that uh you know we're here and we're going to start off the call-in segments with Andrew Kaiwat in the next segment of the show then at noon we're going to go to Mike Barba who with uh, who's with South Terrible in baseball fresh off of a state championship um Coach Barba is now kind of transitioning to football and uh, super excited to hear what he has to say about that. Then at 12.15, we've got Stan Gravois. It's our Terrebonne General Tuesday. Stan will be chatting with us about everything going on around the area. Then we'll comb through the headlines and everything of the sort. So let's thank our sponsors here on Play by Play for allowing us to be here. The Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. New Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off. The only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. And also a reminder, join us on Saturdays at 10 o'clock for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts, sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. So, um, we've got a fun show planned today. We're going to be looking through a lot of the headlines in the bottom of the show, making betting picks and everything of the sort, a lot happening in the world of sports. Uh, but I'm looking forward to chatting with our, some of our guests today, coach Kai Witt over at HL Bourgeois, uh, you know, coach Barba over at South Terrible. And then of course, Stan, it's an interesting time of the year as we are right now in that kind of calm before the storm and everybody's about ready to roll next week. You know, everybody's going to be back at practices and all this, that, and the other. So it'd be awfully, awfully fun to see. Uh, let's talk about a couple of things that are beginning to, uh, you know, be on the horizon, I guess you could say in the local high school athletic scene first. And we, we say this every day. It sounds like a broken record. You're probably tired of hearing it. Football is like right here. It's right here. You know, it's right around the corner and it's to the point where next week we're already going to start looking at and previewing week one matchups and, you know, seeing some things to look at and some players to look out for and, We'll try to you know preview each team one by one and try to figure out some things that we're expecting and hoping to see. Um, but it's super exciting because it, it, it's right on the doorstep. And week one, and, and it, you know, again, also sounds like a broken record because we've talked about it at length so often throughout the summer. We're going to learn so much, so much about our area and the teams in our area in the first week of the season. We're going to learn about E.D. White. They're playing Vanderbilt. Conversely to that, we're going to learn about Vanderbilt. They're playing E.D. White. We're going to learn about South Lafouche playing at home against St. Edmund. Thibodeau's playing Letcher. Like, there's going to be so, or there are going to be so many fun, enticing matchups in that first week of the season that I think we're going to leave that first Friday night having a pretty good understanding of how some of these off-seasons went. And what's also so interesting and intriguing about this season is that, look, man, I hate to even bring this up. I hate to be a Debbie Downer on what's such an exciting topic. I know uh, probably seven or eight people right now who have COVID. Fortunately, through the grace of God and through you know advances in science and everything of the sort, most of those people that I know are fine and just have mild symptoms and whatever it may be. But what I'm getting at is this is going to be a season where there are not going to be closed downs and, you know, 
we're we're beyond the whole contact tracing, you know, forcing a team to not be able to play. Like we're beyond that. But there are going to be some instances on Friday where a star wide receiver or a quarterback or a kicker or a holder or a center is not going to be able to be in the lineup because they're going to test positive on Wednesday or Thursday, get sick, whatever it may be. And there are going to be some funky things that are still going to be happening. Like this is going to be a somewhat, as we knock on wood and pray for no storms, somewhat normal high school football season if we could get the weather to cooperate. But it's going to be normal under the new normal, right? Because there are still going to be some situations that arise that could potentially cause things to be a little bit funky because this thing has not gone away. In fact, in recent days, it's actually accelerated. So I hope I'm wrong on that. But I do think there are still going to be instances where you're going to look out on the field Friday night and say, hey, where's old Jimmy Joe from Terrebonne High School? And you're going to realize very quickly Jimmy Joe's out because he tested positive. Or where's little old you know, Sam Phoenix over at Vanderbilt? These are make-believe names, by the way, folks, if you haven't caught on to that by now. And then you're going to have to say, oh, Sam Phoenix is a defensive back at Vanderbilt. He's not available today. He tested positive. So there are going to still be instances of that. But the good news certainly is that we're far, far beyond the whole situation of, oh, he sat next to someone in class and all that nonsense and madness. And, you know, that really wrecked the last couple of seasons, really. And we're finally beyond that point. Then another thing that we're looking forward to in the fall is Nichols. Like, we're looking forward to Nichols athletics. Man, I, I think that Tim Rebo's going to have a tremendous team this upcoming season. No more Lindsey Scott, but they got Cohen Grenier back there who I think is going to make a difference. You got Guggenheim in the backfield who made all conference and did all this wonderful stuff, and then you're wondering, okay, you know, he'll be back. Then you forget that the only reason why Guggenheim was playing is because Julian Gums was injured and he's back. Nichols is going to have as good of a Southland Conference backfield as we may have seen in recent history. Like They've got two, three guys that can really run and can really make a difference. And that's why, while some people in the community may be concerned, like, oh, we've never seen Grenier start before. Does he have the chops? Can he do it? I'm not. Because, look, they're going to be able to run the ball so damn well that Grenier's job is not going to be all that difficult. Just manage the game. Don't turn it over, and everything's going to be okay. That last piece there, don't turn it over, that was the thing that Lindsey Scott never was able to avoid doing. Lindsey Scott would have all the accolades of, oh, I threw for 380 yards, I rushed for 135 yards, I scored three touchdowns. But if you turn it over five times, how much are you actually doing? So I think that Grenier is going to be more steady back there. Grenier is going to have the ability to just manage the game. Just don't screw it up. If you've got an elite roster and, you've, and Nichols recruits exceptionally well, if you've got an elite roster for a Southland Conference football team, just don't mess it up. And I think that the Colonels are going to be more steady. And I think they're really, really sitting on something good here for the next few years, right? Because, again, you go back and you look. They were in position where they um, uh, had 10 guys on the all-conference team preseason. Almost all of those players are underclassmen players, so they're just reaching the tip of the iceberg of how good they're going to be. And again, we have to knock on wood when we say that because we live in a different world now. Transfer portal, a lot of guys in the FC, uh, FCS level have a good season and then they want to go on off to the FBS so hopefully if the Colonels could hold all of that together, they'll be in great position for the immediate future 
and then also for the future beyond that. And as Stan says, and Stan summarizes this probably best as anybody, as long as they've got Tim Rebo, they're going to be pretty damn good. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, Andrew Kaiwa with HL Bourgeois will be spending some time with us. We'll ask him about how life is on the reservation right now with school about ready to start. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Dufresne Building Materials is inviting you to our 7th Annual Fishing Rodeo, Friday, August 19th and Saturday, August 20th in the same spot as always, Bridgeside Marina in Grand Isle. Scales will open Friday with a cornhole tournament at 6 p.m. Saturday's festivities include minnow races for the kids, auctions, door prizes, and more, and we'll have gator coolers for first, second, and third place in each category. This year's benefactors are the Center in Cutoff and Bridge to Independence at Nickel State University. Check out our Facebook page for more details. See y'all there. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. 
Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day today. We're going to talk about, um, let's see what we can talk about in this segment of the show. We were awaiting Andrew Kaiwet. We got voicemail when we gave him a shout. So let's go over the headlines and talk about some stuff here. One thing that caught my eye yesterday, um, and I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was very eye-opening, and I don't know that it was altogether... um, Good news for, though he got a huge contract, I don't know there's altogether great news for the person who received it. There was a story in, or on ESPN.com rather, that says that the Arizona Cardinals in the $230 million contract that they gave to Kyler Murray mandated that he have four hours of weekly film study. Okay. The story says that in those four to five hours of film study, he's not allowed to play video games and not allowed to, you know, be on TV or browsing the internet or whatever it may be. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to say this nicely because, you know, there are some folks who are Kyler Murray fans to hell with it. I'm going to say it bluntly. They're not putting this in the contract unless if there are some issues with the way that he has been approaching his situation in recent years. They're not putting this in the contract if he's showing up to film on time and doing everything that he needs to do. This is a big red flag to me. On top of the fact that he's, you know, five foot nothing, 200 nothing, and is likely to often battle lingering injuries because of the way that he plays. Now you're telling me that he doesn't really get crazy about watching film. Now you're telling me that he, you know, really doesn't like to study defenses and all the different things of the sort. And in addition to that, There was another stat that came out yesterday after this news broke that is very telling, very telling. On short rest, on short weeks in Kyler Murray's career, he is one in six. One in six. So you see the story of, oh, you know, he's being mandated to watch film. He can't play video games. He can't watch TV, can't browse the internet, can't play on his phone. Then you wonder why. Like, why is that? Why I'm, I'm doing the Brian Wynn horse. What is going on in Arizona? Why is that? Um, 
And then you see little things like that, one and six on short weeks. And this dude better stay athletic or he better grow up. One of the two, because when that athleticism wears down and he has to rely on knowledge of the game and love for the game and passion for the game, it might get ugly. Might get ugly. In the playoffs this past season against the Rams, Murray was 19 of 34, two interceptions. And then you look at a Cardinals team this year. They started out smoking hot, killing everybody. Then they hit a lull. Teams made adjustments. They hit a lull. And Arizona wasn't able to adjust back. And you wonder why. Like, why weren't they able to adjust to the adjustment? And you hear this and you wonder, well, maybe it's because the quarterback ain't watching damn film and isn't willing to put in the work to make it happen. To me, this is a big red flag. Because you think of some of the best who have ever played this position. I'm thinking of Tom Brady. I'm thinking of Peyton Manning. I'm thinking of, you know, whoever you want to think about, Montana and all the greats. You know, if you read into their histories and you read into, you know, what makes them tick, it's an undying passion to be the best. It's an undying passion to study and be the first one there and the last one to leave. And Joe Burrow has some of those same traits, right? By all accounts in Cincinnati, Burrow's the alpha. He wants to show up first. He's showing up last. He's working out in the offseason right now, excuse me. And, you know, you're seeing he's throwing the Super Bowl game ball in all of his drills that he's doing over the summer because he wants to be reminded of that moment of losing in the Super Bowl. Like, they're never accusing Joe Burrow of missing a film session. They're never accusing him of that. You know who's being accused of missing film sessions? Jamarcus Russell, who once had that famous story of the Raiders sent him home with some tape and told him, hey, come back the next day and tell us what's on the tape. And it's a blank tape, and he comes back and is BS and, you know, saying, oh, it was blitz coverages, you know, it was man-to-man pack, and there's nothing on the tape. They're blank tapes. It was a trap, and he took the bait. Guys like that are the ones who are accused of not watching film. Now, obviously, Kyler Murray is a much better player than Jamarcus Russell ever was because he's got the ability to get out of trouble with his legs. But at 5'10", 207, how far are those legs going to carry you? Because he takes a lot of punishment, and we saw last season. Started to wind down, started to get hurt. At the end of the year, he was beat up, fumbled the ball 12 times. And I just don't know, at that size, playing the way that he plays, how long that's going to be feasible. To which case, you're going to have to, if you want to survive, become a little bit more conventional. And look, that's the thing. People always say like, "Oh man, I'm I'm an old I'm an old man and I need to learn to evolve and adapt and you know, understand that running quarterbacks are a part of the game and they're exciting. And on any given Sunday if you got one of them, they're incredibly effective." I I mentioned on the Saturday show, no, nope, wasn't on the Saturday show. It was right here. I mentioned to Bryce Gidry who came on from South Lafouche High School I told him, I said, Bryce, when LSU's facing a running quarterback, I, it gives me cold sweats. I don't like to face a guy knowing that you could do everything right down the field and defend the play perfectly, and then they could get out of trouble with their legs. I don't like that. I respect that skill set. But I also understand that that's a one-game phobia. Over time, a 16- or 17-game season, plus three or four more for the playoffs, to ax a guy who plays that way over 20 games – to not ever get dinged up and to not ever get beat up, it's unfeasible. It's unfeasible. Look at the players. Let me pull this up. Quarterback rushing yard leaders. I'm typing it into Google right now. I did this research the other day. I just don't have the website pulled up, so I know where we're going here. Ah, let's see. Jay, okay, 
Here are the rushing leaders for quarterback in this past season. Jalen Hurts had injury issues, missed, missed a little bit of time. Lamar Jackson had injury issues, missed a little bit of time. Next on the list is Josh Allen. He didn't miss any time because he's an Army tank. He's 260 pounds. Kyler Murray, injury issues, missed a little bit of time. Those are the top four. Justin Fields is fifth. Awful. We're not, we don't care, whatever it may be, about him. So those are the top five at rushing amongst the quarterbacks. They just It's not a skill that I desire. It's not a skill that I desire because it's too much of a risk. Any one hit, it's all over with. And then, you know, you got to start relying on that arm. And if you're not watching film and you're not reading defenses, you're not studying, that arm ain't going to carry you very far, Bubba. So I, it's very concerning to me reading those reports about Murray. It's very concerning. And, and the fact, again, that this was put into his contract tells me because they knew, the Cardinals knew this was going to get public. The Cardinals knew that this was going to be embarrassing. But the fact that they were willing to risk that and put that in there leads me to believe this is something that potentially has been a very big problem for a very long time since he's been there out in Arizona. Another report today, and we're up against a break, and Andrew did just text us that his ringer was off, so we're going to have him on. Let's let's push him back to 1235 after we get Stan, if that works for him, of course. Um, the Big Ten is looking to expand beyond USC and UCLA. Um, conference realignment is is going completely out of control, and it's no surprise. You're going to hear me say this. You're going to hear every other talking head on the radio or podcast or whatever that you listen to. No one is going to be saying, uh, you know, oh, this thing is going to stop in the next year or two. No, it's going to continue to expand over and over and over the SEC is going to grow. The Big Ten is going to grow. There's going to probably be a third or fourth power conference that's going to grow around them. And we're going to basically see a bunch of little mini NFLs. And who knows? It's easy to say, oh, I don't like that. And my first inclination as a fan is to say the same. I don't like that. But until we see it, I mean, it might end up working out. It might be fun. It might be exciting. But ready or not, here we come. Change is a coming. The Big Ten is going to continue to grow. I'm curious to see in their next expansion efforts are they going to actually stay somewhat local to the foundation of their conference because we've already talked about some of the the logistical challenges that having USC and UCLA will bring. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to go to Mike Barba of South Terrebonne. We'll be asking him about how his offseason has been for baseball, and they're also getting ready to kick off a new football season. We'll ask him about all of that and more on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with. 
industrial power systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just clear here. We did reschedule Andrew Kaiwet for 12.35. Andrew was supposed to come on in the last segment and couldn't get to the phone in time. So we'll rock and roll with him at 12.35. Now we go to the phone lines for the first time today. South Terrebonne head baseball coach, assistant football coach, Coach Mike Barba. Coach, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, actually just wrapped up football practice this morning. You know, eating lunch, getting ready for the next part of the day. Very good, dude. I was just about to ask you about that. I was going to say, you know, hey, we, we were kind of out of the baseball cycle here, and now you're moving into the football, uh, you know, part of things here. How are things going? You know, I've had uh, I've had Coach Babin on. I've had Coach McCormick on, and everybody kind of says the same thing. You know, hey, it looks different, but we don't think it's different in a bad way. We think it's different in a good way. How are things going so far, man? You know, exactly what you said about those other guys. Uh you know, things are definitely different, but, you know, not to be repetitive, but they are different in a good way. You know, we're doing things that we, you know, not necessarily have done before, but to change some of the things that we've gotten on the field uh, result-wise, you have to change those things. You have to do things different. So, you know, the kids are buying into it, um, you know, kind of weeding out the ones that, you know, are, are not as committed as others, and, and that's what you need to do as well, especially when you're trying to turn something around. So, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm ready to go, and it's exciting to, to watch this thing kind of transform. Tell us a little bit offensively, man, because I know that it's got to be different to not see some of those old formations of the past, but Aaron has said, hey, man, we like the way that we stand. We think we've got some guys who can make some plays. And look, they always told me in the past that you were one of the guys who was kind of trying to push to lead more towards you know the spread and maybe throwing it around a little bit more. So I know you got to be happy with what you're seeing out there. Tell us about the offense so far. Yeah, it's different. Um, you know, terminology is different. The the way you call formations and the way you call personnel, that's also different. So the kids are learning it. And, you know, one of the things that I've really been trying to do, like you said, over the past couple of years is, is try to expand on some of our possibilities here and uh, not to be the, such a traditional type of wing tee stuff and all that. But now it's completely changed. Uh, so lately I've been trying to kind of marry the two. You know, the kids are – starstruck you know a little bit with some of the terminology and oh man everything's different and i'm lost and i'm going with this is just called different but we've done it before so now my job is kind of turned into 
kind of marrying the two together and, and trying to get them to relate so they can learn the new system as fast as possible. But I enjoy it, man, because Babin's smart. He knows what he's doing. Um, things are really starting to come together as the players are learning their roles. And, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm optimistic and ready to watch this thing in action. One of the things that I asked Aaron about earlier in the summer was I said, Coach, I know you don't have a fully full staff. Would you rather have a group of five, six, seven guys who are 100% all in and are 100% about it, or would you rather have the full staff and there be a couple of guys who may be a little, you know, topsy-turvy, lackadaisical, not all the way bought in? And he said definitively, I'd rather the smaller group, let's go get after it. Now, from what I understand, y'all have added a couple of coaches in recent weeks that are more full than before, but it sounds like that little core group that y'all had throughout spring and summer were really getting after it, busting tail, and we're making a big impact, man. What is that like to be a part of? It's fun, you know, um, to, to be around guys that share the same vision as you and, and share the same goals and, and responsibilities and, and, and try to push towards one target. You know, it, it, it's fun. You know, it's exciting because you, you're, you're now working for something that's a little bit bigger than yourself. Um, you're working for the community. You're working for the, the alumni that have been here and to try to continue to make the on this program on the outside proud proud of it and uh you know to, to see some of these guys come in you know me being an alumni and coach McCormick and see some of these see outside guys come in and take pride in this program man it's, it's reassuring and it makes you want to work just as hard or, or harder and, and try to you know bring this program back to its winning ways no doubt about that and that that leads into the next question south terrible football is not supposed to be a program that wins one game or two games or whatever it was last year i know you guys are hungry to reverse that momentum man let's talk about the mindset of the kids as you guys are approaching that next year yeah yeah you know i, I think the kids are um they're they're learning and, and the biggest part of this is they have to learn how to win and they have to learn how to be successful you're not guaranteed to win you're not guaranteed to be successful. So what you're really doing in the summer and on these long, hot days before um, school starts and stuff like that is, is you're working your butt off to put yourself in the best position to be successful, knowing that success is not guaranteed. So that's, that's mentally draining sometimes, you know. And you know, right now we're battling to keep these kids engaged, and they are. I'm not saying that they're, you know, they're, they're rebelling or anything like that. They are, they are firing on all cylinders. Today was a great day in the weight room, and we've had a really good practice yesterday. So they are, they are excited. They're hungry. They're ready to go. There's a ton of energy out here. Um, it's, it's, it's just making sure that they understand that this is going to be a process, and we're going to get back there, but we've got to learn how to do it first. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. But the kids are hungry, man. They're ready to go. Uh, Look, I don't know. We may win all our games. We may not win a game. That's not the, that's not the focus. It's the focus is to put ourselves in the best position to succeed. Very good, brother. I agree with that. Uh, one of the things that I think is most exciting about this upcoming season, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, is I feel like in week one, right out of the gate, we're going to find out so much about a lot of our local teams. South Lafouche is taking on St. Edmund, which is a six-win opponent. Thibodeau's taking on Lutcher, which is supposed to be exceptionally good. You got Vanderbilt and E.D. White. You got Thibodeau and Lutcher. Like, there are going to be a lot of big matchups around the area. You guys are playing Terrebonne. Again, same situation, right out of the shoot. Two first-year coaches. 
that week one matchup is enticing, and I think that's going to be one where both sides are going to learn a lot about their team. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see how it's all going to go. Coach, you still with us? Oh, we might have gotten disconnected from Coach Barber here. Let's yeah, let's let's try to reinitiate that call. Bear with us, y'all. Y'all are gonna have to. All right, one second. The live radio folks. We're talking with Mike Barber, South Terrebonne, trying to get him back on the line here on Play by Play. Hey, Coach, we lost you. You mind coming back on for a second? All right. All right, we've got Coach Mike Barber back here on the line. Coach, sorry about that. We lost connection with you for a second. Uh, but, yeah, we, we were talking about, you know, how week one is going to be critical, and then you started to answer and then got disconnected. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I was just I was just going into the, the fact that what we're going to kind of look for and how we're going to define success. You know, obviously you want to win on the scoreboard. That's the ultimate goal. Um you know, but for me as a, as a coach and, and kind of how I handle things is I, I look for a mindset. and I'm, How are we controlling that? Uh, and I'm sure, you know, I can't speak for Coach Babin and what he's going to look for, but I'm sure I would be willing to bet it would be a lot of the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do we respond to adversity and how do we respond to success are going to be some key things that I look for. Very, very good. Coach, let's talk about baseball for a second. You guys come off of the championship this past spring and then have a full summer season. And then even on top of that summer season, you know, a lot of your boys are scattered around playing with Joe and everything. And every time I have him on, he's saying, you know, well, Jackson Martin's killing the ball or, you know, he's pitching well, whatever it may be. You guys have a lot of talent coming back and you got a lot of younger guys who got some reps over the summer. How did your summer go, man? Summer went real well. Uh, you know, again, we we focus more on the, on the process of things and development over result. And if the results come, well, good, you know, especially in the summer. And if they don't, then we got to understand that we are here to get better and to be our best um, when the season gets here and, and even at the end of the season. So we, we put a lot of things in in play over the summer that actually stop us from winning games. I know that's kind of crazy, but we want to put as many roadblocks in front of us as possible um, to, to do things to, to be successful and to teach the kids the game of baseball. So, uh, you know, our summer is probably unique and how we kind of handle it compared to some um, and some of the things we put in front of us to kind of be roadblocks to, to overcome in the middle of the game. Um, so, but it was successful. I'm, I was very pleased. The, the guys, uh, I thought, got better. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to hear that those guys are also doing good things for their other teams as well. Dude, it's been one heck of a couple of months for you, bro. You win the championship, then you're going off to you know, vacation, and you get engaged, and now you're, you're ready for football. Like, dude, you've had a you've done a whole lot of living in the last ninety or so days, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? It's, it's crazy. You just never stop. Uh, it, it was not planned out that way. Um, you know, obviously, I had a good a good idea of what I was going to do as far as the engagement wise, but to to you know bring home a trophy and then. Uh, go out now i was always messing with my my girlfriend at the time that like look i'm a because she coaches at uh at, at Thibodeau high she coaches girls basketball and uh i was <laughs> and she did not like that at all but uh it was kind of a joke that we would have back and forth with each other but uh it turned out that she did get a ring before i did ours was supposed to come in somewhere in in august so 
<laughs> be looking forward to that. Very, very good. Talk about that dynamic, man, because she is a coach. You are a coach. Do you learn anything from one another? Like whenever she's going through the grind of the season and she's dealing with all the stresses and everything, do you offer advice? Do you stay away? Like what's that dynamic look like? Yeah, well, man, it's a fine line. <laughs> um, and I, I learned that quick, you know, because I'd be the first one to maybe fire off some advice and do this and maybe try this and try that. And then she would go, you know, no, you can't. We can't do that. It's different. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you want my opinion, I'll be glad to give it to you. But if you want me to beat yours, I'll do that too. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's fun, man. It, it's fun. You know, I do football and then she does basketball and I do baseball. So the year is, the year is slam packed. But, uh, you know, it's nothing but competition, and we, we understand the grind and what it takes to get through it, and it's a good good little relationship. You know, we, we talk with Brian Colley all the time, and I ask him every Monday, and he says, man, I miss the heck out of being out there in the basketball gym. Have you talked to your dad yet? Does he miss it yet? Or is he going to be a situation where once he was able to let go, he's not looking back? Oh, he ain't looking back. <laughs> <laughs> he is not looking back. I'm trying to convince him to go cut the baseball field every once in a while, and that's like pulling teeth. Um, no, he's enjoying it. He bought himself a new truck, and he wants to get a camper, and he wants to go traveling around. Uh, I tried to convince him to come back for football, too. But he's he's deserved the time. He's deserved the choice to not have to have any responsibilities or not many responsibilities. And, you know, I'm happy for him. And, uh, you know, he'll be around. He won't be able to stay away. He may not be coaching, but he'll be around. Good for him. I'm happy to hear that. Well, look, man, we thank you so much for the time, man. Keep up the good work, buddy. See you soon. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me on. Yep, that is Coach Mike Barber with South Terrebonne doing a great job. Good young coach. And, boy, he has had a wonderful uh, set of weeks here. You know, he gets the championship and all the, the hoopla surrounding that, you know, the parades and all the accolades and getting to speak at the coaches' conference and all the things that he's so much deserving of. And then gets the situation where he goes on vacation and, you know, he's, he's uh, as he said, dating Coach Ashley Adams over at Thibodeau, now engaged to Coach Ashley Adams at Thibodeau. And uh, just some beautiful pictures came of that. You know, it was great to see and happy for both of them. They're both terrific people and, uh, hell, both terrific coaches, too. So, uh, wished him nothing but the best. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. When we get back, we're going to Stan Gravois, our good friend Stan. It is Tuesday. It is a Terrebonne General Tuesday here on KLEB. We'll be chatting with Stan about everything happening in the world of sports in the next segment of the show on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. We go to the phone lines for another segment with the calling guest, and we're going to be joined by Stan Gravar, good buddy, who's going to be um, chatting with us about some things in the high school, college, and professional ranks for the next oh, 15, 20 minutes. Stan, good afternoon. How are you, man? Hey, Casey. Doing well. Hope everybody's doing well your way. Yep, we sure are, my friend. Uh, missed you last week, buddy, but it is an exciting time right now. We, heck, we had Mike Barber on in the last segment, and he was talking about the football practices and everything of the sort that's going on out there. We got a lot of teams that are either have started camp or are about to start camp, and it is uh, full steam ahead in the next couple of weeks, man. It is. Yesterday we had all the athletic directors from Terrebonne Parish here at our locker room, and they were having their beginning of the year meetings, and it was fun to sit with them as they were going over protocol, getting ready for their season. Of course, most of those ADs are not football coaches because the football coaches were on the practice field getting done what they had to get done. And uh, it's going to be fun, Casey. I mean, listen, this is the first time in three years we can say that there's some sense of normalcy going forward. I know we're going to have kids here and there who are going to be out because of COVID, but it won't be entire teams. It won't be any sort of restrictions. Uh, related to practices, related to games. So, yeah, a lot of fun. The bands are going to be back out there. The pageantry of high school football is going to be back, and I certainly can't wait. No doubt about it, my friend. And, look, let's talk about that from an athletic trainer perspective. One of the big parts of the job, I'm sure, is, you know, keeping in line with the latest protocols and all the different things that, you know, the science is saying that people should do whenever, you know, athletes are overheated or whatever it may be. How much, uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys are you know, up to date with the latest and the greatest, how much work goes into staying in tune with all the new guidance and everything that athletic trainers are supposed to be following? I'm very fortunate in having Brett Chesson, manager of athletic trainers. He's tied into the LHSAA. He's tied into Dr. Stewart from Tulane Sports Medicine. Dr. Stewart is on that council with the LHSAA to make sure all of the kids are safe. Related to that, there actually was a new ruling about a year and a half ago that came through during COVID, and it's called Act 259, and it relates to heat and injury illnesses, those illnesses and how they should be treated by athletic trainers and the coaches from those schools. Uh, Brett did a great job last week. Last week, we had all of the schools in Terrebonne Parish come in for their health care training. That would be all of the coaches from South Terrebonne on Monday, all of the coaches from Ellender on Tuesday and so forth throughout the entire week last week. And Brett kind of stressed Act 
259 and Act 3E14, which uh, relates to concussions. So you want to keep up with the LHSA protocol and make sure that these schools are doing what they have to do to keep their kids safe. Yet you still want to put a good product out on the field. So there's that balancing act, you know, you have to sort of pull off. And some of the coaches are like on horses, whipping the horse, getting to the finish line, trying to go. And you, you got to tell them, hold on just a little while. Let's make sure we're safe. And that's exactly what they're doing out there. They get wet bulb temperature readings every day, which basically tells you if it's, you know, it's, it's a measure where it's sort of a sliding scale between the humidity that's out there, the heat that's out there, and when it's safe to practice and when you should take a break. And they just let the coaches know. Of course, there's the eight-mile rule related to lightning. If lightning is within eight miles, you're supposed to stop for 30 minutes. So, yeah, you just asked if there were a lot of things going on with that. There certainly are. But certainly is nice to know that this many years later, and when I say that, I'm going back to my coaching days, that we're definitely doing things for the betterment of the kid, right, to keep the kids safe. So uh, that's what our job is, and that's what we plan to do going forward. And sometimes coaches are not super happy about it. They're yelling at us that, wait a minute, we don't even see lightning strike. But as long as that scientific proof says that, you know, lightning within eight miles could be a problem, then you get off the field and you do what's right for the kid. No doubt about that. One thing that I'm excited about is in, oh, about two and a half or so weeks, we're going to be breaking back the old Terrebonne General Media Day where we're going to be getting a lot of the local coaches in the area and we're going to be doing play-by-play live from the, you know, the, the little media room out there in Shell's offices. I'm excited, man. That's usually a great time to kind of rub elbows with everybody. And more important than that, it almost kind of symbolizes like, all right, hey, we're, we're ready to roll. This thing is going to be kicking off. So we're going to be talking some football and some volleyball and everything in between. That's going to be a fun day. And kudos to you all for putting that on for us. Yeah, one week before the really the scrimmages get started for both volleyball and football. Of course, volleyball does a little bit more. They have team camps and such going on a little bit before probably our gathering. But it's a great chance to get rosters from all the teams. It's a great chance to hear from the coach what he thinks they, the product might look like from his particular school. And if you think we're excited, they're really excited. Because, again, yesterday talking to the athletic directors, you could tell in their faces, like, all right, all right, all right. We're getting back, we're getting back to how it used to be. Uh, it is a little change for us to do it at lunch, but I think that works for everybody, and we're so happy to have you guys play-by-play being here. That's just sort of a, a cherry on the top of everything, and uh, we're very pleased that you guys could do that. So we thank you all for that. Uh, the one the one probably caveat in all of this is, is uh, today, actually, probably about, I don't know, 50 feet from me, all of the principals of Terrebonne Parish are having a, their big beginning of the year meeting in our locker room here at Terrebonne General. And I went in at the very beginning. I was asked by Daryl Dillard, who is now the supervisor of secondary education, just to tell everybody hello. And I did. I explained to him where the restrooms were. I did my little job as being a host, right? And at the end, I said, by the way, we're going to take your football coaches and your volleyball coaches away at lunch in a couple of weeks <laughs> to come in for uh, for media days because we're doing it at lunch now. And their faces didn't look all, like, great. But uh, they understand that it's a promotion of their school and a promotion of their kids, so they'll allow it. So, yeah, look, look forward to that. Again, August 12th here in the locker room. We call it the locker room. A lot of people get confused and think we literally do this in a locker room, but it's just a, a sort of big conference room, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to have everybody in all at the same time. You know, 
I really believe that this is going to be a fun fall, man. And we've talked at length about football and how we think everybody's going to kind of be improved. You don't hear a lot about volleyball, but we had some good teams last year. We've got great coaching in the area. and Those kids are going to be, you know, highly successful. I, I'm, I'm super uh, geeked up, man. I think that this volleyball season is going to be one where we're going to send a lot of teams, you know, to the Pontchartrain Center. And you don't hear a whole lot about it, but I'm excited on that media day to hear, you know, what a lot of the local volleyball coaches are thinking about their upcoming years. You know, it's, it's funny you saying that. Yesterday afternoon, I had a conversation with someone where I was talking, and then, you know, all these ideas are running through my brain, and I'm thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get all of the football coaches to come in on Mondays, right? And they're going to come into our locker room on Monday at lunch, and if we can get maybe Casey if he wants to come over to do his show. We're going to have a quarterback club for all of LaFouche and Terrebonne Parish. Every Monday in our locker room, I'm going to get pull boys, put it out, and each coach gets up to the podium and they talk for about seven to ten minutes on their last game and on their upcoming game, and we're off. And the person I'm sitting with turns to me and says, you do realize volleyball has had teams that have been state champions in our area. And, and then when you think about it from that context where you get away from that just football mentality, he's right. We better not forget about our volleyball in the area for sure because it's always really good. And then you have a legend like Chip Didier who's coming back in and coaching in our area. I can't imagine how we're not going to have teams from our area who are going to make solid runs for state championships this year. It's always very good. And even those schools that traditionally have not been superpowers related to volleyball, they've gotten so much better. It's sort of like softball. Everybody's sort of lifting their game up a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch everybody. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep track of divisions because it gets a little complicated sometimes. Nonetheless, we're going to have some teams who are going to make really fine runs in the playoffs. Talk a little bit of NFL for a second, Stan, because I was actually just venting about this earlier on the show. Kyler Murray gets a $200 million deal, which, hey, you know, if the Cardinals want to do that, it is what it is. I have my concerns and my reservations, but it is what it is. You see then that there's a provision in his contract that says that he must spend four hours per week watching film. And during those four hours, he's not allowed to play on the phone. He's not allowed to be on Facebook. He's not allowed to be playing video games. And Stan, you're a co- or you're, you're, you were once a coach. That's a big red flag. Because I think of the, the NFL quarterbacks who are the best of the best, they're guys that you're not having to coerce to watch film. They're doing it because they love to do it. Seeing that that provision was placed in his contract has got me really, really spooked about this guy long-term. Because look, right now, he gets away with a lot of stuff because he's really fast, he's really athletic, he gets out of trouble. But once that athleticism starts to wane, boy, that's, that's, that's troubling reading those reports that apparently he doesn't like the outside-of-the-field film study stuff that's going on. If that is a general thing in the entire contract you know, portfolio of everybody for the Cardinals, maybe I get it, which is still kind of sad because that doesn't say much for your franchise. But if that is specifically in his contract, Red flag. It's it's higher than a red flag. There's something wrong there. And of course, listen. I in my last couple of days uh, when I was in the high school setting, I couldn't even take it anymore. The way the kids looked at the cell phones. I mean, we even have to do that now as just a society to find out information. But you know, it, it's that overuse. It's that when you can't concentrate on what's at a hand. And it sounds like that sort of a situation with Colin Murray. Can you imagine? You know, I don't 
Tom Brody having that in his contract, I don't I don't think it equates. So it's a lot of money, and to have to put that in there reminds me of the old story of Jamarcus Russell where they actually gave him a DVD to go home and study that night. The next day they said, what did you learn from the DVD? And Jamarcus Russell said, yeah, you know, I picked it all up. I'm ready to do whatever was on there. And they said, well, the DVD was blank, you know. So uh, that being said, it's sad that you have to do that in today's day and age. And, yeah, if, if I'm a big Cardinals fan, I, w- I would be a little worried about something like that. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. And that's on top of the concerns about, you know, he's a smaller guy and the injury issues or whatever it may be. So we'll see how that all shakes itself out. We talked on Saturday about the Saints and, you know, our concerns with Michael Thomas being on the pup list and everything of the sort. And it's just disheartening. You know, I've, I've spoken to a lot of fans since then, and, you know, it's just disheartening. You're looking forward to this guy getting back on the field and you're hearing that he's okay and you're seeing videos. And, I, you know, maybe he's on the pup list for a week and this is all much to do about nothing. But man, it was it was a punch in the gut because you're supposed you're, you're told all off season right, he's gonna be ready for camp, no restrictions, everything's good, and then you see oh he's on the pup list and he can't open camp. Like I hope that, and I, I went on a rant on this yesterday. I hope that this is you know just a short term setback, but it's certainly frustrating to see that this continues to go on and on and on. This has been more than two years with like a sprained ankle that has just never gone away. Yeah, you get to wondering if the problem is more mental than it is physical and we talked about that a little bit on Saturday where what's up with the guy what what kind of things are going on in his head that being said maybe there is a reason for the pup list maybe there is a way that they can structure some things and make sure that their roster is I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's roster management. Maybe it's something related to that. And you're right. Maybe it's much ado about nothing. But I got to tell you, it doesn't look good. And perception is everything with the NFL. I mean, that's 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 why we all sitting here talking about it. So that being said, it, it sort of we all were feeling really good about the Saints, and we just kind of hit a brick wall with this one. And we're wondering now because no matter which way you look at it. He's got to be on the field for the Saints, for the Saints to be successful, at least in my opinion. I, I, you know, Jameis Winston is going to have to have him as one of the weapons or somebody like him, and uh, they don't have that guy on the roster right now that's just like him. So, And when I say just like him, I mean when he was at his peak, obviously. It's, it's disheartening. Yep, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm kind of like all of a sudden I, I'm now really dissecting the Saints with a with a microscope, whereas before that I was thinking, you know, we can compete in the NFC South. Now it makes me wonder exactly what's going on behind the curtains. SEC media days were last week, and Alabama, no big surprise, is predicted to win the SEC. 158 of the 200 voters, or roughly 200 voters, picked them to win the SEC. Georgia was second with 18 first-place votes. South Carolina, three. Vanderbilt, one. I don't know why they would get a vote, but anyway, Texas A&M with one. Um what are your thoughts as you're seeing the media days take place? Man, there's so much pageantry and so much hoopla. And you know, Brian Kelly spoke well. Nick Saban was very eloquent. Jimbo Fisher kind of downplayed his rift with Alabama a little bit. It's always a fun time. What were some of your takeaways as you were watching the coaches out in Atlanta? Well, the absolute first thing was is I wanted to find out who that one guy who voted for <laughs> Vanderbilt was. I mean, I was <laughs> that's the truth too. I was like, what is this? And who? What kind of jokester did this? The second thing related to Vanderbilt, too, where Vanderbilt's coach actually spoke 
at length the most out of any of the SEC coaches, which to me, if they do this right, they would put a muzzle on the ones who came out last in the uh, conference so that they couldn't say as much. But his big talk was about how Vanderbilt is going to be a premier program in the country, maybe the most elite program in just a few years. And I'm thinking, what's he talking about? Uh, Not that I love Nashville, and I think they sort of have a great place to do this. Not a great stadium, but a great place. But, yeah, he's kind of spinning his wheels a little bit. I think he's forgetting that Nick Saban's in his conference. And then the third thing I thought was is it's Alabama being Alabama again, right? Not only being Alabama again, being Alabama again with some really good players this year that are just not – it's not like a reloading year for them, you know? It's not like you – it was already loaded. It was already ready to go. So, uh, man, that's kind of scary how good Alabama could be this year. And, of course, I wanted to hear Brian Kelly speak, and I think he did a great job, but I think he was businesslike, which is what I'm coming to – understand from him he is a business-like man and he's getting things done and i look forward to what lsu is going to put on the field this year well the rest of the uh voters in the conference are not as optimistic they have lsu fifth in the sec west i think that's too low maybe i'm a homer maybe i'm just you know seeing the grass too green in my own forest and not looking around but i I, maybe it's just that the sec west is going to be really good and then alabama texas a&m arkansas and Ole miss who are ahead of lsu in the pecking order are going to all have really great seasons but number five in the West just sounds a little bit too low for me. I would maybe put them over Ole Miss, who's going to be breaking in a new quarterback. I maybe even put them over Arkansas, who LSU should have beat last season with half of a team, uh, if not for a struggling game in the, at the quarterback position with Nussmeyer playing. What are your thoughts? Do you think LSU's right around where they need to be? Or you know, a lot of coaches often say, "Hey, I'd rather be at the bottom. Let's sneak up on people." What are your thoughts on that? I think that it's almost exactly what you just said related to Ole Miss and Arkansas. I think they'll be better than those two teams. I really do. Uh, Obviously, saying better than Alabama is taking a big bite out of things. Who knows what's going to happen with Auburn? A lot of people have them way down at the bottom of the West, but, you know, they always get really good talent there, so I don't know how to judge that. I like Mike Leach, but I just don't know how Mississippi State's ever going to have the talent. And again, the one you know, and then if you kind of break it down and say, okay, you can choose that they would be ahead of Arkansas or Ole Miss. Which one? I would say would be ahead of Ole Miss because of that quarterback situation. You know, you asked what I liked about SEC days. Lane Kiffin had another great one-liner about basically we've allowed cheating. So uh, now, you know, if you got the most money, you can have the best players. He pretty much put it all in one sentence. So I kind of like that also. But, yeah, I think it's a little bit too low. I I do think that they uh, very conceivably could finish ahead of Ole Miss and and Arkansas and the uh, West. And uh, I obviously think that Alabama is still going to be your team. And the one thing we talked about Saturday, I'm just not totally sold on Georgia being elite this year. I think they're going to be good. I think they're Georgia. But to be elite like they were last year, obviously – and going forward with that, I still think it's Alabama's show and everybody else kind of falls in line behind it. I agree with that 100%, my friend. Look, thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again on Saturday, okay, brother? All right, take care, Casey. Yep, that is Stan Grava with Terrebonne General doing a great job on our Terrebonne General Tuesday. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we will catch up with Andrew Kaiwet, who we missed earlier in the show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the raging Cajun. 1600 AM, 
KLEB and 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Danos was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It has been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S dot Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Welcome back to Play by Play. We thank Stan Gravoff for his time in the last segment. Now we go back to the phone lines and have Andrew Kaiwet of HL Bourgeois, the athletic director and boys basketball coach. Coach, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Hey, Casey. I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Doing fine, buddy. It is a fun time. You guys are about ready to get back into school. Basketball-wise, it's maybe a little bit quiet. Some of the guys are maybe in the weight room, but a lot of them are probably with football. Uh, AD-wise, I know you're busy doing paperwork and everything. So how's life on the reservation right now, man? Yeah, I'm, I was doing paperwork this morning, and my, my son, Drew, is out working with the kids. we got about 10 kids here today. Spent about an hour in the weight room, and they're out on the floor, and he's doing some individual work with them right now. So what is you know what does that look like? You know, How many of them you know, are strictly basketball guys? How many of them do you share with the other sports? And you know, if they do play football, do you have them for those individual drills? Or how does that work? How does that look like? Well, what we do is uh, the month of June is we share all the kids. And now when you're in July, we consider that football and volleyball season has begun. So, so we won't touch a football player right now. We had, 
we had a football basketball player in a weight room earlier today, and he's just they were finished with football, so he's just sitting there and watching because uh, we won't allow him to do anything. Uh, I, I think it's real important once you get to a certain point that, that kids need to be left alone, so to speak, and allowed to do the, the sport that they're currently into. Because, look, when you put the shoe on the other foot, you don't want them in basketball season uh, starting to work out for uh, shot put or whatever. You know, you don't want anything to be detrimental to the sport that you're currently in. So, uh, I mean, all, all ten guys that are out there right now are all strictly basketball players. I think we have about 25, 26 kids in the program, and we got – uh, I'm, I'm just guessing right now numbers, maybe 15 or 16 of them that are strictly basketball players. So uh, it's all it's all voluntary for, for the kids at this point of the season, too. The kids that want to get better and they're in town, that's fine. I know one of our better players on vacation right now. He told me he was away this week. He'll be back next week. But we just won't. We consider now football and volleyball season, so we just won't touch those kids until they're done with their season. I'm going to ask you a little bit about football in just a second, but first I'm going to ask you about volleyball. And we, we chatted earlier in the summer about this. You guys bring in a legendary coach to replace a legendary coach who also is going to be now staying on staff. You guys have so many volleyball wins on your bench, man. It's crazy to think. And I'm sure you know th- those fellas are excited to get rolling, and I'm sure they've got a lot of talent coming back that they're excited to work with. Well, look, I tell people all the time that I think I'm I'm blessed so much by God because I think I have the best basketball staff. I'll put it up against anybody in the state between having myself and having Sterling and having Drew. And i tell you what, now we're taking a second fiddle to our volleyball staff. And you're right. I mean, listen, and people don't people don't talk about Bridget Ballet. I've been I've been here for I guess since the fall of 01, I believe, is when I came over here. And Bridget preceded me here. So she's been an assistant volleyball coach that long. So just talk about that. How valuable is she? And, and either Chip or Peter can ask her to do anything, and she's going to get it done for him. Uh, you know, you got, you got Chip, who's, I, I tell you what, just like me, I, I feel he's still got a lot of fire in him. And, uh, and, and Peter... To his, to his, to not to say bad thing and saying good thing. He knew how to deal with those girls and knew how to, to you know, soften the blows for him and all. Well, well Chip isn't a soften the blow kind of guy. And uh, I, I, I talked to one of the parents and one of the kids the other day. We were, my wife and I were out eating and they were out too. And uh, I told, I told them how lucky they were to have experience what Coach Peter had given them and still there. And now you got somebody, Coach Didier, who's really going to hold you accountable. And then we, then Chip has a ninth grade coach, Kerry Townley, who played for him at Terramon, who's doing a fantastic job with the ninth grade program. So I tell people all the time, and I think our girls might be a year behind the boys, but the pendulum of athletes has really swung at HL. And like boys wise, we're going to be loaded for the next five, six years. And, and I think the girls, the girls are starting to get that way. They're probably a year behind us. But I think, uh, I think with Coach Didier, Coach Chip, and Coach Peter together, along with Bridget and Carrie, I, I think our volleyball program is in great shape. 
So tell me about that. And I, I discussed this sometimes on the air, and I certainly discussed it amongst friends. In the coaching fraternity, you know, be it high school, be it college, be it pro, the push is always young, young, young. We want to get younger, younger, younger. Because, you know, the idea is all, you know, we got to get newer ideas or more energy or more relatable to the kids. I disagree with that. You know, I, I think that you got to be willing to adapt and evolve with the times, certainly. But I look at college football. Nick Saban wins. He's in his 70s. You know, I look at the NFL. You know, Arians won a Super Bowl a couple years ago in his 70s. Belichick is one of the best. He's an older guy as well. I think that there is something to being the kind of the wise lion in the room. You're an older guy. You've got some older volleyball coaches, whatever it may be. I think that wisdom still matters as long as you could relate to the kids. Absolutely, and I, I think that's the key point. I've seen some coaching friends uh, that, that you know, you want to say, hey, buddy, it's time for you to get out because they became unrelatable to the kids. I don't think I've ever lost that. I don't think either one of those other two guys lost it. Sterling Washington and I are just about the same age. I'm a little bit older than him, but Sterling has certainly not lost it. And I think that wisdom brings a lot in what you're saying is true. I also think you gotta you gotta think young and you I think I think coaching and we talk about that in education all the time, coaching's about relationships. And if your kids you gotta your kids have to know that you honestly love and care for them, and, and you obviously have the knowledge to teach them too. But once once you have the knowledge and you're proven, and they honestly know that you truly care about them, I think the relationship is there, and you could do anything you want. And again, I'm really lucky because you got two old grizzly veterans like Sterling and I on my basketball staff. And then you have my son, who's five years into it, who brings that youth to him. And now he's got enough under his belt where, and I think you and I talked about that earlier, how much he's grown. I mean, and you noticed that this summer. I mean, like right now I'm sitting in here, and I am, I'm sitting in my office, and he's out on a court, and I am absolutely 100% confident that they're getting a lot of good quality work done right now. So. So I'm one of the lucky ones because I think we have a good mixture of everything. Very good. Let's talk about your football team. Last year kind of snuck up on everybody, right? You know, make a coaching transition very late with Tawaski having to move out of the area with the storm. Sterling comes in, does an unbelievable job. Now the the challenge is going to be, look, ain't going to be able to sneak up on anyone anymore. Now, you know, it's kind of known. You guys got some players there, got a great staff in. How has the football side of things been looking so far? I know you said the boys got a lot of athletes across the athletic spectrum. How's the football side been looking so far? I think, and this is what I told Sterling and the whole staff. Uh, I think I was sitting back there yesterday or day before, and 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 first of all, Sterling's done an amazing job. And Sterling's the, the older people in the audience will remember the old EF Hutton commercials. And I, I'm I'm that fiery guy, and Sterling's that guy that that uh that just sits back and takes things in and he'll say come see young man and he'll put his arm around him and talk to him and you know and and, and not being in a soft way but but just really really reaching that kid and, and we all have our own way but sterling does an amazing job with that i'm gonna tell you you know last year we had an amazing set of athletic seniors and not to be disrespectful of them, in large part, many of those severely athletic seniors didn't truly understand the games to play them as well as what we have now. So now 
we have a lot of youth now. And, uh, like, for instance, i got two seniors in basketball, and, and I think we're pretty doggone good. And, and Sterling doesn't have that big class of seniors. So I told them the other day, I said, Coach, we obviously have the, the skilled people. And I think that's been the question where we, since I've been here, you know, will we have the line play? And, 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 and Casey, I'm going to tell you, if we have the line play, we're going to be better than we were last year in football. And uh, I think, and Coach told me, when I talked to the offensive line coach there, you know, between offensive and defensive line in the middle of the summer, and that's not happening everywhere, that he's working with 25 kids solid every day on the line. And, and, and some of the key guys still missing, you, you know, you're going to have that in the summer. And uh, so, I mean, I think, I think just like basketball, I think we're going to be much improved in football. It may or may not show this year, but I think the next few years after that, it, we're going to really reap the rewards. And, and look, Sterling and I are talking about it. And, you know, just like every good coach out there, you fully expect to get the most out of your team. You expect to make the playoffs. You expect to make a run. And I, I think that's a good part to where our programs are right now. Basketball-wise, I know you were pleased with your summer, and I had a chance to see some of your kids play in the little three-on-three league that's formed out in the home of Thibodeau area. You guys got some talented players, man, and I know you're really, really excited about what the next couple of seasons are going to bring. Uh, they're working out right now. How have they been throughout the summer since your summer schedule wrapped up? I mean, for the most part, unless they've been on vacation, the kids that, that you know are pure basketball players have been with us. So I'm really excited because of the – the work ethic. Uh, we just got we just got an all body workout in, and we talked to them beforehand about you know not rushing your set, but but not wasting time when you're between sets with your partner and everything. And and they just I, I think they get it and they they understand so much. And um, you know like uh, Drew and I are excited. We heard we heard some really good speakers at the LHSA convention this year. I don't know. I heard some good ones from the AD perspective. I heard some really, really good ones from uh, the basketball perspective. As wouldn't be shocked people in the basketball community that know Danny Broussard. He gave a phenomenal speech. And I'm going to tell you, and, and no disrespect to the past, but I just wasn't ever wowed by Will Wade. And I'm going to tell you what, after hearing Coach McMahon speak, I was wild, and uh, and we picked up some things, and we're not going to throw out anything we're doing right now, but we're going to tweak some things, and we're actually going to we're going to probably uh, look at uh, putting some of his offensive scheme into what we're doing now because we really think it helps our personnel, and uh, and then we heard um, we heard the women's coach. I'm drawing a blank right now. Not 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 the head coach, the assistant who's been there forever. Bob Starkey. Uh, yeah, Bob Starkey, thank you. I'm sorry. And, and I've heard him speak three or four times over the years. He's phenomenal. So I, I, I think because, you know, and you were talking about earlier, I think I've never been, you know, despite the 34, 35 years I've been coaching, I'm never scared. I, I won't change for change's sake, but I'm never scared to look at changing. And, and, I, think, and I think Drew brings some of that freshness into it. For instance, we're weightlifting right now, and instead of weightlifting four or five days a week right now like we were, we're doing two days of, of all-body workouts a week, 
and then we're doing body weight stuff the other two days. And I'm going to tell you, after being in the weight room today, the kids said yesterday's body weight workout was so much tougher. And, and Drew convinced me that you're not only getting the strength, but you're getting flexibility. What you need as an athlete with that, with the body weight stuff. So, so again, I'm the person that's not scared to try new stuff. And I think in the end, that's what's better for the kids if, if you're finding a better way to skin the cat. No doubt about that. Very well said. Brother, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, okay, man? Okay, thank you a lot, Casey. Take care. Yep, that is Coach Andrew Kiwa with HL Bourgeois doing an excellent job. Look, we were going to catch a break and then just you know come back and do a short betting segment. But Andrew ran a little bit long, which is okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the betting picks right now, then we'll get out a little bit early and catch that break at about, oh, 55, 56 after, and then you can get back into your music and go about your day. Uh, our first betting pick that I like today, I like the Dodgers uh, covering the run line, minus a run and a half against Washington. You know, that that's an easy one to me. Um, the Dodgers lost yesterday to Washington, which means they're going to be um, not happy about that. <laughs> Facing Josiah Gray, who's a former Dodger prospect, if I'm not mistaken, uh, who got traded to Washington in the Trey Turner deal. I think the Dodgers are going to look to hit him. Josiah Gray actually pitched a really good game against Los Angeles earlier this season. I think the Dodgers make amends and make it happen covering the run line today. Um, Let's see what else we like here. I don't want to touch the Braves game. Don't trust that one. Uh, uh, I don't trust that one either. I was about ready to bet on the Cardinals game, but don't trust Jose Barrios. Let's see. Let's go with over in this game, over 10 runs in the white in between the Red Sox and the Guardians. The Red Sox issues with pitching have been chronicled. They did pitch well yesterday, only gave up one run. But today, Josh Winkowski is throwing. He's not nearly as effective as Pavetta was yesterday. Brian Shaw is throwing for the Guardians. He's got a 5.29 ERA. Um, I think Boston's going to hit him pretty hard. At home, the Red Sox swing it. Red Sox are such an enigma. They're such an enigma. They're so beat up and but when they're whole, they play well, and you know they they look good, and they look like a team that you know if they just add a pitcher or two can maybe contend. But then you see the injuries, and you see how it looks whenever they don't pitch well. I, I, they're such an enigma. I don't know what they should do at the deadline. I tend to believe they should sell. I mentioned that on yesterday's show. But then they do something crazy like win seven out of eight or something like that, and convince you that maybe they should. I don't know. Don't know what they should do. I like the Padres to win and cover the run line today against the Tigers. Uh, the Padres got crushed by Detroit yesterday, 12-4. to But they've got Mike Clevenger throwing today against Garrett Hill. It's a big pitching uh, mismatch for San Diego. I think the Padres are going to make amends for yesterday's loss and take care of business and get a big win. So let's thank our sponsors one more time, and then we'll get out of here. The Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge and Homa, industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. New friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors with prices priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Let's get out of here. This is Casey Jisclair. You've been listening to Play by Play. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. We'll be talking sports. We'll have our Wednesday mailbag. We'll try to have Taylor Griffin on the line. We'll have so much to talk about, and we look forward to having a wonderful show. I'm going to put a pin in it right here. You've been listening to Play-By-Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. God bless. 
Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial.